It's time. It's time. Time to get in the zone. Time to get in the zone. With the 49ers web zone. This is the No Huddle Podcast with Al, Zane, and Brian. All right, this game, man, I still can't believe we are where we are with the Niners. Like I said to Will, two weeks ago after that Dallas game, you're just flying high. You're just on top of the world. This looks like the best team in the NFL. Eagles, Chiefs, Dolphins, Ravens, Lions, bring them on. It it, it didn't matter. The Niners just looked like an unstoppable force. But like Nick Bosa said, the NFL will humble you, and it has. And the injuries are definitely a part of what we've seen what we have seen going on when you lose a game by just a couple of points you know, they just, they miss a field goal to lose to Cleveland. They're driving to win other than an interception against the Vikings. They didn't play well in either one of those games. And they were that close to winning. You insert a Debo Samuel into that. And maybe the game changes around. So the injuries had a lot to do with it, but it also doesn't take away from the deficiencies that we've seen. So the Niners have a lot of rebounding to do, especially like Will said on the defensive side of the ball. We have to see that pass rush get there. It sounded like Kyle Shanahan hasn't been super happy about what he's seen either on the defensive side of the ball. Um, You know, he was asked about the play at the end of the half against Minnesota um, where Steve Wilkes called the blitz and Minnesota threw the 60 yard touchdown pass. And uh, Kyle, Kyle said of Wilkes, he knows he messed up on that call. I have no problem with zero blitzes, especially when people need a lot of yards. If you need to get 20 yards to kick a field goal, I have no problem with the zero blitz but I do when there's 16 seconds left. So do I. Uh, that's, that's where he lost track. There was no necessary need for, for that just because of the time. I have no problem with the play call, but when it's the time you can't, when it's that time, you can't do that. That's not an option. So Kyle said that publicly, and I'm sure he said the same thing to Steve Wilkes, but obviously he wasn't super happy with that, and neither were the fans or anybody else. It was not a great call. So they have some things they have to clean up this week um, against the Bengals team that comes in. So this Bengals team, man, they're they're similar to the 49ers the past couple of years, and that they start out slow, and then the second half or the second, you know, three fourths of the season they get hot. But this year they haven't looked good at all, and I haven't been watching them closely and. I've watched a lot of the NFL. I have the ticket now and I try to watch as many games as I can, but I just haven't watched a lot of the Bengals for whatever reason. But I went into kind of a deep dive with them to see exactly what was going on statistic-wise. And offensively, I cannot believe, believe how bad this team is on offense. So listen to some of these stats. Uh, Rushing yards, they're last. They have 419 in six games and 3.5 yards per carry, which is 20th in the league. They have 1,538 yards gained gained in six games, which is the lowest in the league. Yards per play, 4.2 is the worst. They have 100 first downs, which is 30th. I'm just going to keep going here because there's more shitty stats to to go through. Scoring percentage, 26.9, which is 29th. Passing yards, they're 26th. Yards per attempt, they are last. Joe Burrow is last in yards per attempt at 5.3. They've scored... Yards per completion is last at 8.4. They've scored 100 points, which is 31st. Now, they've only played six games, but still 100 points is, is not good. You, you could do the math. Joe Burrow has a rating of 79.8 this year, and he's averaging 205 yards per game. So Burrow, in his past couple seasons, his ratings were going back to 2021. He was completing 70% of his passes. Um, his rating was 108.3 that season. 
his rating the following year was 100.8. And right now he's at 79.8, um, only averaging two, about 205 yards per game this year. It was 288 in 2021 and 279 in 2022. Um, T. Higgins hasn't been healthy and he only has 14 catches. How underneath has his passing game been? So for any Cincy player with more than four catches, Jamar Chase leads the team with 11.1 yards per reception. That's it. So it's been it's been pretty bad on the offensive side of the ball. Now, they only have five turnovers this year, so that's a positive. They're not throwing the ball over, but they're just not moving the ball. But the difference, and I mentioned it with Will, and I'm going to repeat it. So I was listening to um, Up and Adam's show today. I just saw a clip of it, I should say, but with our buddy Matt Hamilton, friend of the show, Matt Hamilton, another great guy from NFL Network that we've had on. Um, and he was talking about Cincinnati and why he thinks things could turn around this week. So there was a tweet that I read, and I'll see if I can find who it was from. Um, Charlie Goldsmith, who maybe he covers the Bengals. I probably should have looked that up. But he said, Joe Burrow was working under center snaps into his pre-practice routine. The new part of the program for Bengals offense that could play under center more going forward is Brian Callahan said last week. So what does that mean? The Bengals have been in shotgun for a lot of this year. They've actually only been under center um, for 4.3% of their plays. And they're bottom five in the league in um, play action pass attempts. If you go back to the Super Bowl year, they were under center 38.1% of the time. So that was a big part of their offense, Burrow being under center, play action. And Joe Mixon is more of a downhill runner. So if they're doing these shotgun runs, he's, he's not going to be as effective. Now, if they can get behind center again and run this game, he may be more effective. But we know how much the Niners struggled stopping the run this year. So it could play in if it's if it's a healthy Bengals offense. If the Niners can't get pressure, if the secondary is playing too much cushion, if they're playing off again, and giving these receivers space, and if Mixon can get it going, it can be a long day for the defense. Crazy to say that again after a few weeks that you'd say you're really worried about the 49ers defense, but but I am. If if this is a healthy Bengals team, very concerned about it. I'm very concerned about that. Now defensively. They've actually forced 10 turnovers this year. Um, they've Trey Henderson leads them with seven sacks. So they're getting to the quarterback and they are forcing turnovers. Now they've only played six games, um, but they actually lead the NFL in yak yards allowed with 551. And they have their intercept interception percentage is 4.1. And that's the second best. And they have eight total picks. So they force turnovers in the secondary. Um, they, they get to the quarterback and, and they don't allow yak yards, which obviously for the Niners, that can be a big part of their offense. Now, where they do struggle is they have a, their rushing D is not good. So um, they give up five yards per carry and they've given up 142 yards per game on the 142 yards per game on the ground, which is the fourth most. And they give up 5.6 yards per play, which is bottom 10 because of how poor they are in the, the rushing game because they are good in the passing game. Um, the QB rating, like I said, I mentioned the interceptions, the QB rating allowed is only 79.7 and they have a very good sack rate at 8.9%, which is fifth in the league to compare to you. Um, the Niners sack rate is 5.1%, which is, uh, I believe it's 28th right now. The Niners are right down at the, at the bottom there. So going to be challenging on both sides of the ball for the 49ers. This isn't the easy game it looked like a few weeks ago. This is going to be a really tough game. It's going to be a marquee game. It's, it's going to be a fun game to watch. 
So the Niners have to come in here with their with their A game. It does help that the Niners are at home. You know, they've been on the road a couple of weeks. Definitely going to help them. But I, I think this this is going to be a really close game, a really close game that I think is going to maybe come down to a field goal at the end. I don't see it like where the Niners came in and blew Dallas out. I think this is going to be a good game, similar to the game they played a couple of years ago that came down to the end, where Garoppolo threw a would-be interception that went through, I forget the safety's name for Cincinnati, and then the Niners came back and won in overtime. 